Move, move. Tell him. Tell him. This is a travesty. I don't even get a one-on-one -on -one rematch with Dolph for minor continental title. I am a bona fide A-list Hollywood celebrity. I don't share the spotlight. A triple threat match? I'm beginning to think maybe you're having a hard time doing your job. Maybe you're just so preoccupied with your precious Seth Rollins. I demand action. I demand action. I demand I action. Demand action. I demand action. I demand action. I demand action. I demand action. Dave, can I hear you? Hi, hi, hi. Hell in a cell. And it's an a, a cell, not an cell. It should be hell in the cell because... There's only one cell. Yeah, you want to market it as like, this is the cell, guys. Mm. Don't don't accept any other... It was piggybacking off of that Vince Vaughn movie. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I want to bail on that reference mm -hmm. completely. Uh, is that the one? Uh, you didn't give that joke a good cell. <laughs> Wait, I don't have that... a soundboard to hit a... <clears throat> Welcome to Cheap Podcast episode number 35. This is the professional podcast. No, wait. This is the unprofessional podcast hey. about professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. That was a very unprofessional start for me. What's I, with the name? How about this? All over is the that Stone Cold? Is yeah. he joining the podcast? <laughs> you better believe your ass. Did I get that right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm Davey Noble. Uh, I'm Henry Mercury. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris Venus, the car that... Uh, one of the Bellas drove away. We kind of um, left you with nobody. Yeah, else he did. He did. There. Well, you, you almost had Val Venus going there. I thought Val he Venus, was. A, he used to be an authority figure in WWE. Uh, I think wasn't he? He was like yeah. the chief of staff or something. Yeah, yeah. He but was always. Was he always chief Val Morley? Venus or what? no? He was he's Sean chief, Morley. He was Chief Morley or something. And I forget. He got to become Shan, Sean Morley. Yeah, that was during one of those uh, blackout periods. He was for also me. a. I know he was a TNA loser at one point, <laughs> which is now what. Uh, Brodus Tyrus Clay mm -hmm. has become. And uh, Tina. Yep. He gets to be there to suck on the fumes. Uh, for this episode, the Hell in the Cell recap slash other thing episode, mm -hmm. this time around, we are only a... We're a three-man <laughs> How they doing? The, uh, well, one of them is still around, and he still uses that theme, even <laughs> though his still two friends... His two friends were laid off, mm -hmm. or future endeavored, or whatever mm -hmm. have you. And they haven't. Well, one of them went back to Ireland, or mm -hmm. and the other I haven't heard from. Jinder Mahal, like mm -hmm. he's, yeah, you figure he would have gone to uh, TNA. Yeah, I as it, I I had it pointed out in the I, I heard it pointed out in the OSW review that the uh, Divari. Yeah. Uh, they oh, they right. brought up that I I never saw Divari's run in TNA. That Divari's. Intro in WWE was just a bunch of like racist sounding, uh, just I don't want to do it. <laughs> but then, like, what? as in, like, what sounds like Farsi being like mm. shouted. Mm. Uh, but then, when Davari's Davari's intro theme in TNA started with the sounds of planes crashing, <laughs> like, boom. Let's get this party started. <laughs> The three of us uh -huh. watched Hell in a Cell 2014 together. This is probably like the least attended mm -hmm. yeah. uh, 
wrestling think, event here. Yeah, though I think, I think Grimmy would have liked it much more than he did the TNA show. Yes, and this was probably one of the better shows really WWE's was. put on mm-hmm. this year. Like, I'd have to go back to like WrestleMania maybe to, to think of a show that like SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam was good. I, I wasn't here. I didn't have that. I didn't have that bonding experience mm-hmm. with you guys. Well, so neither. I did, well, I had a better bonding experience. I got right. to see it live, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. L.A. I got to see it on a real life TV screen, 140 feet away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to come on. You had to get a comeback there. Uh, well, I got to see it sitting next to the PR team for a video game, so that made it better. Yeah, I can see that. They're usually, uh, so let, let's let's get to the recap. So we, this was surprising in that the entire pre-show, like it's usually just the second half that has mm-hmm. something of a note. Mm-hmm. The first half is like let's read your tweets and let's recap <laughs> uh, what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, and a midget wrestles yes. on occasion. It was an hour long pre-show. Yeah, well, the first half we had the Mizdow TV, Mizdow TV, yeah. which I thought was enjoyable. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good. I, I think for you, Chris, it was a good introduction into Damien Mizdow's like uh, mimicry. <laughs> well, I know I've, I've seen him do that before. Well, I mean, like, but it's just like it was a real highlight this time. Yeah. They really. I don't know. They seemed. I don't know. It's, I, I keep waiting for that joke to not be funny anymore, mm-hmm. and it's still. It's just getting funnier. And they yeah. were also sowing the seeds of mm. a breakup. But they. It was also like. This is one of those things where like, um, like you brought it up a few times, and it's so oh, it, it's like a common theme in like the up rocks uh, with spandex recaps of uh, Raw and all yeah. the other wrestling shows, where it's like. The the jerk is always like the good guy. That doesn't make sense. Like <laughs> mm. uh, Sandow and Miz said, like you're my best friend. You're my best friend too. Then Seamus just pops up like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah, I'll beat the shit out of you queers. It makes fun <laughs> of him for hugging and then kicks a camera, which is attached they, to a person's face. We you can only assume like <laughs> he either destroyed equipment that is not his <laughs> or he kicked a person. Yes. Both, like, are, both are pretty bad things to yeah, do right now. Yeah, I, I have been reading a lot more of the Uproxes. Brandon Stroud and companies. Is that like the stuff. go-to place for wrestling shit now? Um, it's a good place to read a regular, like, daily recaps of stuff. It's got a bit of snark and, like, intelligence More than a little it. bit of snark. Yeah, it's something that I don't feel like I wasted an hour and a half, like, mm-hmm. watching Raw because this, like, I'm, I'm reading this and it's putting a good perspective on things, whereas, you know, old wrestling recaps are just like then Cena did this then Cena did this it is straight text this. and it gets old yeah yeah, yeah so Miz I think the this shows the the management is really recognizing how popular Miz Dow yeah. has become with the crowd too mm-hmm. but also setting up Miz Dow to to break up with Miz who didn't I mention that I can't imagine Sandow loves that but he's also like not hurting himself and I probably he, getting the same paycheck. He's in. He, I mean, he does matches like every week or so. Oh, okay. Like he'll be in tag matches. He'll be in like six man tag matches. Okay. And he'll I, still get beat up. I bet he didn't love it at first, but he has come to like do so well yeah. at it. Like he made it work. And I think he, I would hope he's really elegant and effortless on his part to yeah. do exactly what the other is doing. It's, I wonder if they like talk at all before they go out there like this is what i'm gonna say like they do have scripts they have the scripts miz uh, operates off scripts a lot yeah and like does miz now even bother to read the script because he like it it looks like he doesn't know where he's going and then the miz just rambles off into promo cliches 
Uh, but once in a while, like Sandow can see where a sentence gonna, yeah. is going to end. Well, and he'll he knows that. Well, he, I am the best there's, and I know it'll be followed with there's ever been. He, he also knows that when you start saying unite, it's going to be United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Like, and it'll be in the same staccato <laughs> way you're told to say mm-hmm. words. You got to let the, the crowd say what. That's why mm-hmm. Miz gets wetted so much because he can't. He yeah. talks that way all the time. Mm. Anyway, we haven't right, yes. talked about a match yet. Uh, well, the first one, uh, fortunately, was very, very quick. I mean, for recapping purposes. So at least. I only watched the paper. Go ahead. Sorry. Mark Henry um, versus Bo Dallas, or as he wanted to be called, Bo Washington. I'm disappointed. I'm looking at the WWE recap, and they called him mm-hmm. Bo Dallas, and it's like he Did, has to be called Bo Washington because there's a really? football rivalry. I guess I have no idea what that means. And that Bo and he made an Ebola joke too. Like ah. it's like he said. Uh, like I don't want to catch what your city is spreading to the rest of the world. Like, Did he emphasize the bow? Because I wasn't listening during this part. No, he. Well, because I think I think it was because me. I think it was because Lana got in trouble not too long ago for making a vague statement that people were just like, "You're in, are you pulling in the the Malaysian flight into this thing?" And yeah. and so in this one they wanted to go even more vague, like do not say Ebola. Like <laughs> don't say like like talk around it, do not say Ebola even though it'd be so easy for him to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Ebola. Yeah. Ebola. Like, it's a yeah. shirt I'd buy right now. <laughs> and uh, yes, Ebola. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Bo couldn't take his jacket off and then lost in 36 seconds according to Wikipedia. The the, the king of the Hall of Pain. Pulled him around, hit him in the world's strongest slam. The second he set him up for, I was like, "No!" But he did it while no. he was taking his shirt. Tore, off. tore up his breast cancer shirt, which yes. is also mm. mean. Very wrong. And then, and then Bo at least like reclaimed some of his dignity by just going like, "I, I was ready. You're a, you're a cheater. You yeah. didn't believe." <laughs> and then he hit. And then he hit him again. Yep. <laughs> Showing that. But then Mark Henry, like that was a bad guy move. But then he was still just cast as a good guy later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, we also our, our picture blacked out for his yeah. appearance later. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, uh, but wait, wait, this I need to know more about this Bo Leaf guy. Does he actually wrestle on mm-hmm. during the week? He had beaten, like he said, he'd beaten Mark Henry four times. I've I've seen him twice now, and mm-hmm. he's been beaten in under a minute. He's not a pay per view guy. He and he did have a winning streak for like. Two or three months, but mm-hmm. then he lost it to R Truth, who is the joke. The, the, yeah, it's like the, the Gabby J of change his name to Maximum Flanders. Yeah. Well, R Truth was the guy you saw right after the pay per view ended. Mm-hmm. It was the WWE mm-hmm. logo, and then he didn't even say anything. He just danced by like Vince's ideal, like well, easy day. It's what he imagines. When well, he like ha- half of like the gimmicks that African American men get in WWE is dance. Can you dance. <laughs> <laughs> Be a dancing it's idiot. Not, yeah. It's, it's not, not true. Yeah. Millions of dollars. So let's move on to the, the, the card proper. It Mark started, Henry isn't it, that. It started off with Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro that in a good. two out of three falls match. Really good match. Really, match of the night. Yeah. Man, actually, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, Close to it. Had a good ending, at least. It, I mean, for the entirety of the pay-per-view up until the last match, I think it was the match of the night. Uh, mm-hmm. But then it was eclipsed. I, I think though, yeah, the one knock I had against it is it didn't feel like a two out of three three falls match. Having someone win two straight falls, you need to do that sometimes to make it. You know, it's, it's not always three falls. Mm-hmm. But the first fall was so like, eh, that yeah. it was just a pin reversal, which never works. It was a shocker else. pin reversal that works on like it, you'd see it on SmackDown occasionally. Yeah, it, but it's usually there's a guy on the ramp. I'm going to look at the guy on the ramp and not pay attention to the guy behind me. I heard me somebody's like, song. What, what's going on? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I can't move my shoulders. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was a great 
combination. The end was my favorite. Well, yeah. uh, the, uh, there were a bunch of awesome moments, but the end was my favorite because this morning I just watched the end of their SmackDown match mm-hmm. from like two days ago. Mm-hmm. And that's why at least like two out of three falls made it more special because mm-hmm. the two had wrestled like three times in a week. Mm-hmm. And this was their fourth time in seven days. It was? Yeah. Wow. The uh, Raw main event SmackDown, wow. this. Mm-hmm. On SmackDown, Ziggler won then. Mm-hmm. And it was because Ziggler went for the for his super kick. Uh, Cesaro tried to reverse it into his uh, uppercut. Mm-hmm. Then Ziggler reversed the uppercut into a zigzag. And mm-hmm. like he put, he just used the uppercut to spin him around and get his back and do the zigzag. They do that same combination here, mm, which I hadn't seen. It was very impressive. But then Cesaro is ready for the zigzag, blocks it, and then they go through just a little bit more, and then nope, boom, zigzag win. Like it was really cool. Like it Whatever was a really Cesaro did off yeah. the ropes. Um, yeah. Well, then he just carried he carried yeah. around Dolph in a guillotine, a standing guillotine for yeah. like a minute mm-hmm. up the ropes, and then with. With a superplex, that Ziggler, because he's a pro too, yeah. Ziggler never put his feet on the ropes. Like he made it clear, like I gave him no leverage. Yeah, like, and he, he, yeah. I even like was trying my hardest to look at what he was doing. I think he kicked out with his thighs as hard as he could mm-hmm. uh, to try and give. I don't know. It was great. It was incredible. Like Cesaro mm-hmm. does have a lot of. I will just lift you. Don't do anything. <laughs> I'll just lift you and it'll I can look do awesome. It. Go yeah. limp. Yeah, I missed Cesaro's hair. He shaved. He's always had a lot of peach fuzz. Yeah. And that it was like him showing that yes, I am bald. It's a I'm better not... look than the straight, the straight bald buzz. I think. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. These are the two theories I have. What's WWE that? is either uh, you have no hair or you have long hair. Those are the only ah! two statuses you can be. Um, yeah, well, and he's that... and he's got that like I'm starting to go bald kind of hair. Yeah. But then there's also I the saw during. Well, I mean that's like you know exception yeah. to the rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's got the Hollywood leading mm-hmm. man hair. Also, I I remember seeing during a backstage seg- segment during the evening, Triple H and Randy Orton. I'm like mm-hmm. they have that same haircut that Cesaro yeah. used to have, and maybe they're just like, hey, this is our haircut. <laughs> very very the very authority's haircut. Yeah. And also that uh, I'm happy to see that Cesaro now uses a tiger bomb, a tiger power bomb, mm. as a regular move in his match. Like he used it in SmackDown as well. Mm-hmm. And so just him pulling out a tiger bomb, in case you don't know, Chris, the drink. is the du- oh. double underhook at mm-hmm. like you're going for a pedigree, but then you lift him up mm. into the power bomb position and then smash him down. Like it is a I it is a Japanese style move founded, I believe, by Tiger Mask. That's why it's called the Tiger Bomb. Mm. Tiger. Before yeah, he won Zig- all those PGA Tour championships. <laughs> Thank you, Mass. Ziggler retained, uh, which was a theme of the night. Yeah. Everybody, everybody retained. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, but yeah. It- so moving on to the next match in the uh, She's My Butler match. She's my uh, butler. Uh, Nikki Bella beat Brie Bella. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I mean, like... It was a decent match. It was fun to watch. She did, like, two moves for Mm -hmm. Nikki... Or two Daniel Bryan moves. Mm -hmm. And then Nikki... Yeah, I like Nikki's, um, like, torture rack back. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, but... Mm -hmm. And it allows for a double entendre with her with her breasts. Right, you know, right, you right. get to like, you get a you get a nice shot. Uh, her doing the move also presents her mm-hmm. her chest well, in a way. Even so. her breast cancer shirt say "Support the Twins." Yeah, yeah. Is that what it meant? Just literally, I guess now yeah. since they're 
she doesn't want to support her twin, mm-hmm. and she's talking about her boobs. That's yeah, it was. A, yeah. yeah, and the, the breast uh, cancer promo. Yeah. I don't think the uh, Usos wear them, so mm-hmm. it, like uh, they they're very <laughs> they're very clear about what twins they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have, and they ain't from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fine match. If, yeah. But much better than I expected a Bella's match to be. Mm-hmm. When it's just one of those things I keep reading about. Like no one's invested in this match at all, yeah. or this mm-hmm. this storyline at all, and you clearly don't care, and you're going to keep doing <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, I think Nikki is pretty good. At, she's gotten great. If she's fighting someone tiny like mm-hmm. AJ, she can just like I'll throw you around. Mm-hmm. But when you're fighting your twin, that mm-hmm. you can't do that. Even though she is a smaller mm-hmm. in the chest area, it's like uh, in every other regard, you're pretty much the same. Yeah, size nah. and, eh. and well, that's you know not to define these women by the yeah. men they date, but let me do that. <laughs> it's that uh, since they both started seeing Brian and and Cena a couple years ago, you can see now that like they've kind of I can I think they've taken uh. on some of the not just the moves of their of their men, but like well, the Nikki is bigger. And more focused on muscles and these power moves. Ah. And meanwhile, Brie has been has gotten okay. a little smaller and faster. And like she does, I mean, she she straight up just co ops her. I can sort too. of see how that could happen organically because eventually, I haven't seen WWE divas, but I, I'm mm-hmm. assuming Cena and Brian make appearances. Yeah, they eventually ad- adopt their fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also that like you know. Maybe sometimes, po- uh, like, just they're hanging out in bed, like, hey, let me show you this move. Roll. Boom, <laughs> thing, yeah. That is the cutest thing you've said all day. That's how you envision their domestic life. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. they go to bed and they wrestle around. They're not hurting yeah. one another. I Look, I heard a story. Were mommy uh, and daddy wrestling, too? <laughs> I, I heard a story. Stop 69ing me. I have a submission to show you. <laughs> I heard a story from Chavo Guerrero where he was trying to figure out a move. He was talking uh, with to yeah. Jericho about, like, I was trying to figure out how to do this new move. And I always do this with my wife. Just like, hey, wait, could you just, like, let me put your arm here. Okay, there <laughs> oh, we go. God, like, I've known two people who did martial arts and, like, no, no, I, no, you cannot <laughs> show me that. <laughs> Don't care. But now she's going to be the personal assistant, not bitch, personal yeah. assistant. That was originally the name of the Which match. Which is why, like, before this. A bitch ma- your bitch match? They become your, her bitch. Mm-hmm. For a week. I mean, it, the same mm-hmm. results apply. Like before this pay per view, this was my unofficial Dave's lock of the week. Lock of the week. Um, I am gonna I'm gonna start introducing that into my you future should. predictions you pieces because the 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 good guy never wins the you have to be my slave for a month match. That's mm-hmm. always for the heel to win and to become even bigger heel because mm-hmm. they're being a jerk for a month to somebody. Mm. Do you guys uh, were you guys WCW? Well, I know Chris mm-hmm. wasn't, but you got were you a WCW watcher when? Uh, Perry Saturn had to wear a dress. Well, he lost, oh yeah, he I lost did. a match to Jericho, which was loser has to wear a dress for a month, <laughs> and that's like the heel has to lose that one. Uh, no, Saturn lost. Was Saturn the face? Yeah, he was the oh. face. He was lost uh, and uh, because of Ralphus interference, oh. and, and then Saturn like wore a dress and he just totally owned it. He's like, I'm a badass in a dress. I don't care. And then his dresses got reminds me of my old college days. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first the dresses were just kind of like linen-y and fabric-y and then they slowly became they became more leather and latex oh, okay. and it was just like, hmm, I feel like you're incorporating something from your own life into this. <laughs> well, they also did that in uh, WWE like 1996 or 97 um, with Pillman and Goldust. Oh. And it's like, oh, Goldust is going to wear a dress? In 1996, it was like, oh. But then Pillman lost. Pillman died? Yeah, I think think he had had won the right to not have to wear a dress anymore. And then like a month Ah. or two later, he died. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching the Brian <laughs> Pillman special. That was just my head because the Brian Pillman uh, biography video is on mm-hmm. is now on uh, ah. the thing is on the network. Good, good viewing. Never heard of him. You'll learn a lot about him if you watch him. You'll see why some people call Dean Ambrose like the son yeah. of mm. Pillman in Austin. Like he's yeah. basically he has the qualities of both of them. I'm surprised you didn't hear about him during like the Monday Night uh, Wars documentaries. He's he's there once or twice, like what, and briefly. One, yeah, in one episode, Pillman had a gun. He's definitely oh, yeah, on the yeah, Austin I, one. I know that and yeah. attitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense now that I think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So moving on, the Dust Brothers versus the Usos for the tag team championship. I, I didn't really. I was one paying million them. times. Yeah, yeah. It, it's How just Hollywood's famous composers feel about having their name co-opted by uh, the Rhodes voice. Gold and Stardust. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just love this Stardust. I hear the Stardust music in my head every once in a while during the week. Like, I said it during the match, but that's Stardust suit is I, I'm positive how we were promised football or players would look in the future. It looks great. That's what the Houston Astros uh, jersey should look like. I like the added blue accents. Yeah, the, like the huge star on the front and the, the Fantasia stars. I'm sorry, it just looked yeah. kind of like Mickey's hat, the same pattern. It was totally good, and the the Dusty's kids won, as, mm-hmm. as they should, though. Yes, yeah, kind of is like, where do the Usos go? Yeah, like, I mean, they, this is there have been three tag teams taking you know part in tag team matches so far this year. Wow. The Wyatts, the Usos, and the Dust Brothers. I mean, there have been more. There is more. There's like mm-hmm. the New Matador Age Outlaws. Yeah, the, New Age Outlaws. The because, Gator uh, people. Yeah. yeah. But the ones that like get prominent pay-per-view mm-hmm. appearances, it seem to be those three. Every pay-per-view, they seem to fight one another. And they, every they, they always seem to do really good. Like, mm-hmm. they'll... You know, do crazy jumps out of the ring, and but even starts, even, it, even this one, we were like, we were into it at the end. But it's yeah. like, what are you going to do next month? It starts to feel useless, like the um, the cruiserweight matches on WCW. After a while, like I love them, and mm-hmm. I and and I kept loving them. But after a full year of them, I was like, yeah. these just like eight dudes just wrestle the same people over and over <laughs> again. They don't go anywhere. Now you know how I feel when I watch wrestling. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it does feel like the same eight people whenever I watch these pay per views. Yeah. It's just though, like year on year, I think last year there were probably like two or three times as many tag teams and then mm-hmm. a year before that there was probably a, an additional well, two or three teams question everyone well the ascension can... should be ascending so. yeah. the question I want to it's an honest question I'm asking it a mm. lot about everything lately but is it a, a product of us getting older what? time moves a little faster it feels like we're seeing when because when I was a kid, mm-hmm. time moved really slowly, and I, I remember there was a time I don't feel like there's enough wrestling for me to watch. Yeah. I would like to watch more. <laughs> I do not feel that way now. There oh, is plenty I, of wrestling for yeah. me to watch. I feel like you wouldn't have felt that way if you had the network as a kid, yeah. or well, YouTube. Like Maybe, but like I don't know. Is, is it a yeah. byproduct of growing older? Like I know when I watch wrestling, the same people fought all the time. But I don't know. It feels it's really they starting did. to get to like, me here. Yeah, like it would be you know Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan like oh. fighting across the country. Yeah. But they would still have enough wrestlers mm-hmm. to fill out an entire division with tag teams. Mm-hmm. First or the second Survivor Series, and you know most of this knowledge I get just from like remembering old OSW review episodes I watched. Mm-hmm. But they had matches where it was. 10 on 10, two, like five tag teams versus five tag teams. And they all had their own gimmicks and yeah. names. And now and, there aren't and five that's tag all they teams. Did. There's not five tag teams total yeah. that I could think of right if now. If Rybaxel, when Rybaxel comes back, they'll yeah. move it up. So that'll be Slater Gator and the Luchadors. Not Luchadors, the um, the, the guys. Matadores. Who, Matadores. Yeah. Los Matadores. That's why I was thinking the letter L. Mm-hmm. Los Matadores, uh, Rybaxel, Slater Gator, Usos, Dust Brothers, 
and technically show at Mark Henry. Yeah. Who do you think? Okay, who do you think will retire first, Big Show or Mark Henry? I don't know. They both look really unhealthy. See, I, when I yeah. see Big Show, I said it during the match. Like Big Show's still doing it. Like, you're like, yeah, he wrestles every night, but like, no, big people have a tough yeah. life. Their body wears mm-hmm. out faster than anyone else's, and he's been doing it for how long? Yeah, I would now? say Big Show retires first because he his, his weight has fluctuated, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's not hasn't been like good for his body. Don't get me wrong, Mark Henry looks unhealthy. Well, but, he's been the same size yeah, his yeah, entire but, career, so yeah. I think he's probably... Uh, he, he's not... Uh, he doesn't seem like he, he'd be in as much pain on a daily basis. Put, he's not a freak of nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he like he's whiter than some people are tall. Like, he's that... Like, I really thought you said whiter. Like, <laughs> wide, wider. 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 Right. Uh, what, what match were we even talking about? Uh, we were talking about the tag match. tag match. Oh, yeah. Totally cool. Yeah, but speaking about whiter, yeah. uh, the next match was uh, the two whitest guys on the roster. I would say, no. Uh, it was the Hell in a Cell match between John Cena and Randy Orton, which I had pegged f- to be the final match of the night. Totally. That was crazy. They're, like, I think there were rumors WWE was going to do that. And the fact mm-hmm. that they made this match the number one contendership match, mm-hmm. even though Cena only got this match because he lost to Dean Ambrose a few weeks ago in a contract on a pole match. The contract was like, winner gets Dean Ambrose. No, Rollins. Or, winner, sorry, gets winner, gets Rollins. Seth, winner gets Seth Rollins. Which was supposed to happen on the show, on, yeah. on Hell in a Cell. I mean, that's another complaint, because the, the point is supposed to be that um, Dean Ambrose and John Cena are being punished. Mm-hmm. And they're being punished because they have to fight. during. They, they were originally supposed to fight during this pay-per-view, and then fight uh-huh. a second match oh. against Seth Rollins okay. and Randy Orton. Now they both just have one match each on this pay-per-view, so it's like, that's not the, uh, the, the evil people acting evil mm-hmm. enough. Like, they should have wanted to keep them... You know, to two matches. Mm-hmm. At least the number one contender ship makes it matter more because otherwise, just like yeah. you're gonna face Randy Orton because you're a loser, and Randy Orton's a loser too. So yeah. there you go. And like this doesn't it makes it so they're not both branded losers, but it does make Ambrose. If if Ambrose hadn't won, would he be facing Orton for number one contendership, or would they just handed the number one contendership to Orton? Like I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then also just the prospect of like I I was so happy to see this match happening in the middle of the show because Orton Cena is the most overused match. Mm-hmm. I totally glazed it, and, and we even were like giving up. You know, Randy Orton's pretty great actually, and we don't mm-hmm. give enough credit because he's always hoisted in front of us as yeah. this contender we're supposed to care about. We never really do, mm-hmm. but he's a he's a pretty damn great wrestler. Yeah. Then, we, then we followed that up with a botch media where he just screams. The loudest fuck I think I've heard anybody <laughs> scream during the WWE match, yeah. and, and Henry just goes, "Yeah, he gets too mad." He does. Yeah. When something when something is a little bit out of place in a match, that can like really piss him off. There's that. There's a classic clip of him getting mad at Kofi Kingston. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Kofi gets up the wrong way, and he's like, "We're supposed to have this move here," and Kofi gets up when he's not supposed to, and then Randy just gets pissed off in his face. He's like, "You know." What? fuck this he just grabs him into like the meanest mm-hmm. rko ever like wham down mm-hmm. and then orton pops up and goes like stupid stupid <laughs> and then pins him uh-huh. and like yeah and i think brandon brandon straub pointed out that in last week's hmm. uh the raw also that uh-huh. he got pushed off his game by the audience it was just like uh like he was trying to just give this long boring speech mm-hmm. and he just goes like you, your baseball team sucks. Screw you. Like, <laughs> well, I'm going a, home. He's from St. Louis, so uh, I think he naturally hates the Royals. Uh, yeah. so. 
there was that added he element. He should have been the Royals, but, I, we, yeah. but he's also. But he's this is this is his time to shine. He's mm-hmm. a Vine superstar yeah. right now. Yeah, I, it's mm-hmm. one of the most entertaining things on the internet. And he should have won so he can face the champions, the San Francisco Giants, <laughs> or a random skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah, the match was good. It was good. I was yeah. ready to just be like, Bleh. I mean, it was still just like a very by the numbers, hell in the cell. Uh, and then at the end, when it was like finisher, 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 it was yeah. like this is <laughs> this is a bad reminder of the Rock Cena matches. Like mm. just like okay, finisher, kick out. What mm. finisher, kick out, finisher, kick out. And that it has to that the only way to end it at that point once they set up the the table near the ropes. Mm-hmm. I'm like. All right, so it has to be a table-enhanced finisher. Yeah. And if it's off the... The way it's positioned off the top ropes, only the AA can be given. Yeah. Because, like, Randy can't move Cena that far with an yeah. RKO. They overused their finisher so much in that match that there was one uh, attitude adjustment that was done while it was picture-in-picture picture replay, which is like, <laughs> I feel yeah. like the referees should have told... that. That's a thing that... The, Count to five. The, yeah, like, like, wrestlers have this cadence, like, okay, here's a pre... There's a, like, the... the On TV right now, mm-hmm. we're not in occupying the entire screen. Mm-hmm. So this is where we rest for five seconds. Mm-hmm. We let oh, the other real, screen... Yeah. yeah, like, the ref would tell them there, there would be there, this... There, I, maybe that's the moment I... I don't remember what moment it was. I'm like, I don't know which one's happening live right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a highlight happening above the highlight. Yeah. Well, then, and the, the RKO reversal, like, that a lot of people just missed, like, that mm-hmm. it just happened, like, what? what? Wait! Yeah. Yeah. Though... Reversing an AA into an RKO is not that different than from than taking an AA. Yeah. Like you're just holding Cena's head as it yeah. happens. Like really, it should just be like a double KO. Yeah. Not not it doesn't. His back still hits the ground the same as it would have with an AA. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I feel, I feel I like really wanted Orton yeah. Lesnar. Yeah, the RKO vines have about another week of uh, well, I told they, they've relevance moved on. left. Now it's like I see mostly now. Austin, Shawn Michaels, and a mm. little bit of Chris Jericho. Chris uh, Jericho, jeez. Yeah, I saw him take, take some. Um, but the RKO works best because yeah. it is like out of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. his thing. But it, then it just that's the thing because Austin will just pop up uh, and and hover mm. for a little bit and then kick somebody in the stomach. Yeah, it's perfect yeah, that for that too. But but like Randy Orton's the only active one, so he needs to start yeah. doing those at, literally out of nowhere at <laughs> someone tripping backstage. He does it. And yeah. then he needs to run away like he does in the gifts, which is like in three frames. He did one of his best ones in a while uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess it was, on Dolph. Like the Dolph was in in a powerbomb position and oh, then yeah, he flung him up from that into an RKO. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Evan Bourne is the best one ever. But I was that's... so disappointed. I'm like, guys... Is the RKO based on the old uh, movie production uh. company? <laughs> and you're like, no fucking moron. And I was so, I was so heart. I've had that in my, yeah. in my heart. Like, yeah, the original distributors of Disney cartoons, King Kong and Citizen <laughs> Kane. That's what Randy Orton's yeah. referencing. No, it's his name, you moron. It's Randall Keith Orton. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. now, John Cena is the number one contender for whenever Brock Lesnar defends the title, which. Yeah. Who knows when that'll be? He's going to be out defending uh, Jimmy John's uh, hiring yeah. practices, non-compete clauses. I wonder <laughs> if they can really wait till Royal Rumble. If they could just think. do it, if they just did it Survivor Series, like that'd be yeah. fine. Then wait for Survivor Series and then the break to Rumble. Like that's yeah. enough time. But mm-hmm. like, 
Damn it, that was a wasted joke. Would have been a good tweet. Does what? Jimmy John's non-compete clause extend to Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yeah. Wasted. Wasted. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're the ones that have that, They're right? the ones that have... They do not allow their employees, their minimum wage-making employees, yeah. to work within 100... To quit and work for another sandwich place within 100 miles. Because well, they'll share the sandwich Exactly, sequence. yes. Uh, it's ham. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it arrived from a, a Are truck. Are not there where there's, a, there's an internet where people can put recipes yeah, yeah. on? No, it's, it's one of those weird, like, Congress has to look into it now because it's too fucking, uh, it's way too, like, it's Jimmy John's antitrust Jimmy laws. Jones. Well, I am sure the government and courts will definitely side against so, a corporation. Yes. Like that, I mean, that's what, just what happens. Maybe Jimmy days. John's. They're like, mm-hmm. a, they're like a fifth level sandwich shop. <laughs> and I like them. Eat them every time I'm at PAX. <clears throat> Maybe right. if a bigger sandwich shop opposes their rules. Yeah, Subway. <laughs> Uh, so let's move on to the next match: Sheamus versus The Miz, which was uh, really yeah, good. really Miz Dow's time to shine. <laughs> so it was getting close to too much because, like, the announcers were finally like, "Hey, let's joke yeah. about this." Yeah. Like, it was it and was were, too and, much. You, when the announcers started joking about it, but then they started doing the funniest thing I've seen him do, where he had Miz on the rope and mm-hmm. Sandow went over on the bottom rope and mm-hmm. yeah. moved at the exact same time. And getting hit but, with it, but yeah, just hearing JBL keep going like. Is this a voodoo thing? And then Cole's like, "No, he's he's choosing to imitate him because yeah. he's a stunt double. It looks like voodoo to me." Like, and then he makes this very like old man reference, yeah. like Jesus Christ. I, I've been reading a lot about voodoo lately. I won't mm. want to talk about it. <laughs> well, you said that, but then like I thought, wait a minute, but like it, the the stunt double shit doesn't make any sense either because a stunt double takes the hits, mm. and Sandow never does. Yeah. If anything, he's his biggest fan. When he was introduced as a stunt double, he was like. Miz going, I'm not going to wrestle this match. It will be my stunt double. Mm, yeah. But then he just became the guy who accompanied him to the ring, who then acted out everything. Yeah, a valet, like, which I've... Is that what it's called? Uh, now when it's a dude, <laughs> I guess just associate. I heard Paul Heyman call himself a valet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a glorified valet. No, he's Boom. a manager. Only women are valets. Mm. Men are managers. All like, right. Women can be managers too, but no man is a, is a valet. Send all your heats to H E N R. I'm just saying these are the rules they work in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, the match was really cool. Even Sheamus didn't get like just shit on. Mm-hmm. Like the audience didn't boo when he points to the audience. I was so ready for yeah. like he's just like run around point thing. Mm-hmm. Normally that just gets booed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do his pound to the chest thing. Oh, yeah. Which is straight out of hate. Or, no, Fear. That movie mm-hmm. Fear. The, remember when Mark Wahlberg was punching himself in the chest? I remember uh, it Fake had, domestic abuse. It had a music video for huh. Bush's Machine Head. That's all I remember <laughs> about that movie. That he, was the, the that he was the creepy boyfriend who was like... Uh, oh. And to fake domestic abuse, he yeah. just kept hitting himself in the chest to get a... To get bruises. But, you made uh, an obscure reference. You're gonna have to stick with that. <laughs> you know, I actually only know I got reminded of that one because I watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They made that <laughs> Did they reference, reference it? Yep. Yeah, but Seamus was Seamus was good. Mm-hmm. Andy beat him, and then Seamus joining in on the fun. Like I said before, there's not enough tag teams. Mm. Why, why don't they just make these guys huh. a tag team? Like yeah. Miz is already Miz. Like last month, fought for the intercont- intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. This month, he fought for U.S. title. <laughs> just move him to the tag. Yeah, they're gonna have an to- argument over whether it's like a. Ms. Dower Sand is. <laughs> well, then it's just bad guy on bad guy, though. They could be, they, maybe they could be a face tag team. Maybe they could just be another tag team. Just and, another tag team. Well, you know, th- that's a different type it, of bad guy. You know, if there's more than three teams, then there could be a two concurrent tag team feuds, as strange as that may seem. What, them with the Luchadors? Or Who L- knows? Los Matadors? Who knows? I mean, uh, there was a point in time when there was only one, uh, there was only one Davis feud at a time, and now we're, now we're able to manage two. 
Barely. So, <laughs> barely. It's a new world we live in. Uh, the, yeah, the post mm-hmm. uh, match stuff was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I missed. I missed the finish because of because of Sandow. Yeah, he was. He took a he took a fall off the yeah. stairs to mimic, and then what his move was interrupted. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't it, see it. into a broke. I was yeah. looking at Sandow to see where he would land, <laughs> and I missed the end of the match. <laughs> Um and I I didn't notice it but people tweeted it that the the referee after the match was over actually yeah. went over to Sandow to check if check yeah. out if he was okay <laughs> which made funny. no sense but it's also kind of cute so let's move on to the next match uh, Rusev versus Big Show mm-hmm. what we saw of it which was probably about uh, yeah. uh, first half at least yeah was not really all that notable when we were it was watching eating chicken it. Wings. Yeah, we were eating chicken wings and looking at Lana. I I think who who seems to support breast cancer research. Yes, hates poison tits. I I think that Rusev should be out of this feud because Big Show makes him look tiny, which Mm. should not like. Rusev needs to be impressively, and he is a huge guy. Mm -hmm. But then him facing like he that's that's the other thing people pointed out like up to the end of even this match that. Rusev is beating the odds. Mm-hmm. He's the one getting picked on by the good guys. Mm-hmm. And that he's the one who's like, oh, two giant men are against me at the same time. I beat them both. Yeah. And that like him suplexing the big show, which was incredible. You never see that. And and that makes you go like, wow, like mm-hmm. this is our swing almost, but not not as crowd pleasing. But yeah. So yeah, and then he just puts him in the accolade and beats him too. And now that they're talking up how undefeated Rusev is, makes me think they've decided who's going to beat him. Though who would that be? I mean, it's I a, really don't want to be John Cena. Cena or um, Angle Reigns? Oh yeah, Angle. We could bring I, back Kurt Angle. Yeah, that that makes like the most sense. I'd he'll say. never come back because he'll die. Like I, I said this before, I think it's true. Like they, Vince thinks he'll die in the ring. Jeez. It'll be like because he is in bad shape, and like if you wrestle for us, you'll die in the ring, and then WWE has Olympic gold medalists die in ring. <laughs> like, just makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. Like, so if TNA still exists, I think they'll just pay him again and be like, right. here, we don't care if you'll die. We, <laughs> maybe it'll give us some publicity. Mm-hmm. Take all the drugs you want. <laughs> yeah, so apparently that ended with Henry interfering in some way, but we didn't see that. We, Henry was... had a distraction, but it didn't pay off, and he still got caught in the accolade. Oh, uh, okay. And that was I'll... a very Sting wins ending for us, where it's yep. just like change uh, systems, mm-hmm. and by the time all that works itself out, yeah, we're saving the show a replay, unlike every yeah. other match tonight. So I think it shows you it wasn't that good of a finish yeah. either. Uh, so the penultimate match was AJ versus Page, mm. which I yeah. mean it picked up. I thought I thought it got better at the end, but this is definitely it definitely suffered by the fact that this is probably the fourth or fifth time. Yeah. This year that they've had a pay-per-view match together, mm-hmm. and it, you can only do that so many times. Even when it's two people who have styles that work well together, mm. gotta move on to something else. It's an endless feud, yeah. and why don't they just they let AJ like they, go? They seem like, like natural friends. Yeah, <laughs> just and, let, let yeah. AJ leave and, and be just at home with her husband. Yeah. Like, come on. But you think they're holding her there against her will? I don't think they are. Maybe it's like you you can work at a company with your husband mm-hmm. and that's probably a benefit but if you're doing that and you are working at a company where everyone's like yeah. hey where's your husband hey we're gonna chant about your husband when you wrestle like i don't and know more, it would affect more so than any other wrestler yeah. aj has future reality show host written all over her oh, well, like she's, the, she's the only one who's not on she refuses it. no i know but like just in terms of like 
just a, we're going to fix up this house lickety split. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to flip it over and sell it, and these midgets are going to move in next to Or she'd TLC. be like the, one of the G4 hosts. Something like that. She, like she seems like she G4 had a really something. great charismatic. I'm, yeah. I mean that as a compliment. In a nice way. Uh, yeah. That she could immediately go on and host another yeah. television show. She seems like the most yeah. but, promising television person. But she's also like, she's wanted to do this forever. Yeah. There's clips of her seeing Lita when she, AJ was like, I don't know, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed her, and like she's talked. Oh, I used to play like uh, No Mercy on Nintendo sixty four, and she made herself based on the Ivory template. She wants to do it. It's just yeah, you're in a position where the crowd doesn't want to. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a very weird place. No, also think behind the scenes that like she's married to CM Punk. Yeah, they're not happy with CM Punk. Like Mm -hmm. CM Punk walked out on them, Mm -hmm. left him holding the bag. They're Mm -hmm. pissed off. And here's his wife just has to come into work all the time. It's got to be weird behind the scenes, too. And they, She probably, like, she uh, comes in the door and hangs up her fedora, and he's sitting on the couch with a bunch of Cheeto dust, and like, have a good day at work, honey. <laughs> Look, for some of us, it's fine. Yeah, yeah right. I'm gonna, if, you, if you feel like you can sit there and take that, I'd rather be here. Look, look, John, what's his real name? Uh, Phil. 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 Look, Brooks. Phil, some of us like to work for a living. <laughs> Look, I like, is that you call work? <laughs> this is going to be... I like that you picture wrestlers coming home at night, every night. Yes, with fedoras. <laughs> with fedoras yeah, and trench yeah. coats. Just flew back from Topeka, Kansas, right. and tomorrow we're going to Kuala CM Lumpur. Punk's like, I made lasagna, now it's fucking cold, AJ. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Should have come back from the, the Philadelphia sooner. <laughs> but it's kind of... It's, it is weird that... So AJ won the match. Mm-hmm. She's still champion. Mm-hmm. Paige flips out after the match, beats up her friend, who was her friend for a month. So it, it, <laughs> it, it, it almost that. doesn't even take. But AJ, Holy the shit. champion, has nothing to do. That's you, know, you know what it is? When Paige doesn't wear purple, mm. I enjoy watching her less. Mm. Yes. <laughs> purple. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That shit is still there. I'm not going to pretend it isn't. Right. Like, I do like watching both those broads mm-hmm. wrestle the male mm-hmm. part of me. Mm-hmm. She's no, they're both they're both pretty mm-hmm. girls, and not in the, not in the the blonde pinup way that in the, the way that most WWE usually insults my libido with. Yeah. Like they're just man. If I saw it at a bar, it'd be smitten. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was not any knocks on the on the women who mm-hmm. were good at it. Like like Tori Wilson was really good. Mm-hmm. I I really like Stacy Keebler. Actually, Stacey Keebler is different that she did not have like double D boobs, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just that they cast a lot of women to be just like, you fit this mold that probably really turns on Kevin Dunn and, and, and Vince McMahon and the other. I, I do very riders. much enjoy the Buffalo shots. I, I, I shan't lie, but it, it, I do enjoy watching them just because it's, it's a different mm-hmm. kind of athleticism, it feels mm-hmm. like sometimes. There was a really gross clip. It was either in the Attitude Era documentary on Beyond the mm-hmm. Ring or on the Attitude. WWE gets some attitude mm-hmm. from the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. But they're talking about the Godfather and how they would go to each town oh, yeah. and I get women to play the Godfather's hoes, which they basically fired just like local strippers, yes. I've heard. And then hearing Jerry Lawler say, like, I love would you like to, who, man, I'm jealous of who got to be on the casting couch for that. I was like, you're jealous of somebody who could have forced women to have sex with them yeah. to be on TV. Like that's you said something uh, even worse than that, and like they were very appreciative yes, afterwards. That too, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's, yeah. yeah, wink, wink, <laughs> and yes, and then I'm like, oh, Lawler, you're such a scummy guy that I'm jealous of. Uh, he was really nice when I met him, but he just says all these things. You're like. And then he's you hear an other man. things about him. You're like, you sound, well, it's one thing if he's like, I'm attracted to attractive women. But it's another thing to go like, 
you know, wouldn't it be great if you had power and could make him suck your dick, like, or talk <laughs> him into it? Like, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, like, yeah. Back when he was just screaming about mm-hmm. the puppies, he was truly respectable. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a difference between playing a buffoon and yeah. then talking up how you could kind of force women to have sex yeah. with you. Not force. Well, apparently, Coerce with money. Apparently, he has a... Um, Batmobile? Yeah, Batmobile. No, like, he, uh, he has a rule that he won't date women who ha- who drink. He, he is that- 100% sober. Like, yeah. The first yeah. he has is, like, soda and Twinkies. I yeah. have a rule accidentally that I've never slept with a woman who was sober. <laughs> <laughs> his, it's just never I, happened. I think his quote is something along the lines of, like, no lips that, are, that have ever touched alcohol will touch mine. For such a hornball, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's, feel- a, that's, that's cutting a lot of the playing field out. I've- I wonder if he means like for long term, right? If like he like he means like I won't have a girlfriend who does that. Not mm. I, like I'll never get with a woman who yeah. does that. I'm betting he, he there's a level. He's a there. big yeah. fan of oxycodone, though. <laughs> I I don't know. Look, the, these these you women that are first. thirty years younger than me that are dating me, they have to be sober. The joke all. is when he like dates a twenty two year old, people yeah. go like, seems a little old for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the main event. Uh, uh, yes. Seth Rollins Holy versus shit. Dean Ambrose. Where, yeah, they this like this was really fun. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't pull any punches, they they started out on top of the. Yeah, um, just Ambrose cell. runs the up to the top of the ring with a with a kendo mm-hmm. stick stick that looks like a Smash Brothers band. Yeah. So I'm already mm-hmm. losing my fucking mind. Well, and throws he, a shitload of chairs in the ring. Yeah, he comes to the ring and he just is like, <laughs> "I'm not gonna pull these out later. Fuck that! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your chairs is all this shit. That is heel preparedness, mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that he just and then he just goes outside. He's like, "We're all gonna die tonight." Climb. <laughs> The dark version of Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> hey, we're all gonna die. <laughs> so yeah, and then he and he, and he I don't also get no mortality. <laughs> and he hits Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury up there too. Mm-hmm. And that they took you knew they weren't gonna take the full drop, but yeah. when they started climbing down together, I was like, they know the audience will shit all over them if they just walk down. Yeah. And like, then I saw the footholds in the second tier of. The, I didn't notice that on the on the. There the, the were com, there were four very specifically placed foot, uh, ah. footholds. Well, and and as I saw. Brandon Stroud actually tweeted during it, like right before it happened. He mm-hmm. said he was there live because yeah. he lives in Texas, mm-hmm. was, and uh, he said, "Spoiler warning: They have removed the monitors from the from the desk." Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I was worried about that because like you I, were genuinely worried. You were like you were gasping like a, a mother watching their son. <gasps> oh, I think it, that was about the height where like Shawn Michaels fell off. That was yeah. a Shawn Michaels height, which is a yeah. serious height. Like, yeah. Well, what happened to Shawn? Michaels? Well, Shawn Michaels was the first person to fall off a cell. Like oh, okay. people forget about it because yeah. mankind. Did it bigger yeah, than, a year yeah. later, less than a year later. Michaels had blood on his face and halfway from the cell dropped down and smashed through the table, which, yeah. uh, which looked crazy. And this was them doing it two at the same time, a mm-hmm. double drop, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just amazing to see. Like the audience like, went yeah. crazy for it. I feel like that's the last time they'll do it. Mm-hmm. How can you really go from like two Try, guys falling yeah. off a, uh, a cage same time into two tables next to each other? You can't really top that. They are, they both Nobody's going to fall off the t- very top they both No been, one's allowed to. They like. both have been the closest thing to a Mick Foley. Yeah. Because they are traditionally, at this point, have fallen off. To me, things yeah. that look higher with no... The table's yeah. at least a cushion. But we've mm. seen D- Ambrose jump off a balcony mm. onto an unmatted floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they always take crazy bumps, which is why everybody was looking forward to this. And mm-hmm. they had always planned for a drop off the cage. And then it's, 
then it was smart to move it to the main event. But it, besides how boring the prospect of Orton Cena is, mm-hmm. they weren't going to jump off the cage. So they could not top that. So if they did that in the middle of the show, mm-hmm. that would have killed it. But that So they drop off the cage, and then then they go into the cage. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Match starts. Yeah. Like That's when the match starts. Well, they got put on the gurneys. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that, glorious. Yeah. The, the was stretcher nice, job. It was a nice callback call to the Mick Foley. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm mm-hmm. coming back. This match ain't over. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so then they just did a ton of like no blood, but they did like smash each other with chairs. Yep. Dean Ambrose sat in his chair and he even got the kick out of the uh, curb stomp, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to pin uh, him after hitting, hitting Rollins with the, with the uh, money in the bank, but he couldn't get the pin there either. Yeah. Then he got stupid... Uh, fire extinguisher to the face by Kane. That was my yeah. one annoyance in that match. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there were a lot of um, weirdly placed tables mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, in, in places you hadn't seen tables before. So that was nice. They all broke though. Yeah, they did. Good on you. Yeah, tables. no. Yeah. Well, his his elbow drop looked dangerous mm-hmm. as shit. Like they didn't have much room to fall, and like Rollins, but Rollins and Ambrose both kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's why also the prospect of them in Hell in the Cell is great. I don't know where, at least for now, where their feud goes. It can't top this, yeah. and there's nowhere like well, it was the ending. Yeah, the, yeah. No, the very end. Yeah, kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, decent run. I feel, feel like this is something that they'll like. They'll pick up again around WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it could totally be both of their WrestleMania matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but for now, it's like it's something new for Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. and, who's been gone for a long time. Yeah, and then once the Lights went out, and for a second, I thought we got the uh, the, the stream stopping on. Yeah. No, it, the just case. the live thing was still up there. Yeah, and then, and you could hear and the then you, you had said earlier, like, well, it's Halloween. The Wyatts have to be out. And you're like, no, they've been gone for a month. I'm like, it's Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wear masks and are spooky. <laughs> they have to be here. But it was only Bray. It was only and Bray. As, as you would know, because you haven't been watching Raw, but the, hmm. the Bray has been implying the set-free Harper and Rowan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then he's either getting new people or he's just by himself. Like mm-hmm. Either one of those two. And mm-hmm. he just came out what by himself. What was the fucking ghost they were projecting? Uh, the mythology about oh, um, Bray Wyatt is oh, that there's the system. Sister Abigail, which is his finisher, but mm-hmm. it's also uh, Sister Abigail is just something that he constantly references mm-hmm. in his promos, mm-hmm. and it's like, is that a part of like your weird family too? Who knows? But that it seemed like there was like some woman in the hologram, mm-hmm. in and the... then he jumped through the hologram yeah. to hit him. Yeah, that was so cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. And that like, I think it's a fun matchup to be like Ambrose, the crazy guy, is mm-hmm. now facing the more crazy guy, mm-hmm. or yeah. differently crazy, and like they they can have a crazy off, a classically yeah. crazy guy. <laughs> and they did so well together in the Shield mm-hmm. uh, Wyatt's matches earlier in this year that seeing them together again like is not a bad idea. Now Rollins can fight John Cena, I guess, or, or Orton. <laughs> I'm just a little curious because it. The the look on Bray's face at the end. Maybe, that's probably me reading too much yeah. into it, but he looked... I hate that I had to do that. Mm. But what what storyline-wise, why the fuck would you need to take out Ambrose? Oh, well, it could also be like, why it's like, I'm a crazy guy, you're a crazy guy, let's have a I crazy want, guy fight. I want chaos. Yeah. You thought you had controlled everything, mm. but you didn't control Some people just want to watch the world burn, Master Ambrose. Yeah. I, I wish he had done the, like... 
they they never broke the cinder blocks, which made me a little sad. I thought he was going to yeah. get like Abigail into the cinder blocks, but he wasn't. Well, the cinder blocks have been presented as the killer move. Like you're gone yeah. for a month if you that's take it. True. So if he did that, that's that's death. Yeah. That isn't that it isn't was, the beginning. It was a end. bigger pile that he got stomped into. So like only only one or two. If we are to believe those are real cinder blocks, and you take a finisher into them, you your, your head is caved in. Like mm-hmm. in in real life. Your face is destroyed mm-hmm. at the very least. Like so, I've all seen American History X. <laughs> and I worked a little construction. Uh-huh. I know. I know the integrity of those yeah. things. But I thought I would hate, you know, a run in. I hate. I do. I often dislike yeah. magic and. And the, when the Wyatts did that with Cena in mm-hmm. Rumble this year, I was just like, eh, boy, this, this is just how you transfer a feud. Of just like, no, I showed up at the end of your match, so now you face me now. Yeah. You'll forget about that guy you were mad at, even though yeah. he beat you. You're mad at me now, so we'll have a match. You, oh, I hope and, that doesn't happen. But it was a good, it was a great match. Yeah, I think it was match good. tonight. Like, Cesaro sure. Ziggler could have been, mm-hmm. but, but not when Ambrose and Rollins brought it so hard. Um. Also, I want to give props during that match. The, the stuff they did on top of the cage was pretty impressive, too. Yeah. Whoever, like, the architect of that cage mm-hmm. is, they, they they gave it just enough give that yeah. you're constantly frightened that the guy who falls down in the middle of, like, the, the mesh. There some gasps in our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I know. It, was, it had a lot of give yeah. to it. And those those two, the yeah, Noble and Mercury, who seemed to, like, they seemed to get beat up as much as any wrestler. So I'm yeah. like, why don't they just, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> why aren't they still wrestling? <laughs> yeah, they weren't popular anymore. And they're, yeah. they're apparently very good as agents, just like yeah. Billy Kidman. Uh, I, I saw JR point out in his Twitter, he said, like, you never see Gerald and Briscoe, or you never see Briscoe and Patterson climbing a cage, yeah. you know, climbing the top of the Hell in the Cell. So big ups to yeah. Noble and Mercury. Well, it's because they were in their 60s <laughs> <laughs> during the Attitude and Era. And these Mercury guys are like, 40s. what, early 40s? Or late 30s, yeah. maybe. They still got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still, they're still... But I like that they're the Stooges 2.0. Yeah. And one of my favorite... Did I mention this last episode? One, I love Ooh, the really? joke... The joke Ambrose said when Noble and yeah. and, uh, and Mercury came out to stop him one time, he was like, oh, no, they sent out the cruiserweight division. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, all right, so, yeah, that was Hell in a Cell 2014. Overall, pretty good show, yeah, I'd say. Good shit. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back with uh, some Rocktober goodness. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. So you might notice it sounds better than most uh, breaks. I'm not doing. This isn't on my iPhone. You guys are not all speaking into my iPhone right now. We're not. Uh, I wish we were crowded around your iPhone. Yeah, it's a. It's a. No, it's not even a nice iPhone. It's an iPhone 4s, and I dropped it last week. Yeah. Did you break it? It's a. Well, only on the back. Okay. So you can just have my iPhone 4s. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) thanks for the sour persimmons. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Um, So broth. Um, so it started all out with uh, some sort of interview, interview segment where Randy Orton RKO'd Seth Rollins. Um, so I saw it in a gift. Yes. I do like that uh, Raw always begins with people come out to make a speech. And like they <laughs> basically have, it's time for a speech. Hey, yeah. I feel this. You know, last night this happened and I don't like it. <laughs> and I also, I'd heard... Um, David Shoemaker of Grantland bring up that this just happens now every every Raw after after a pay per view 
that Triple H comes out and then he says, oh, that stuff sucked. Reset button. Boop. Mm -hmm. Now we're starting over. But uh, it looks like WWE is finally catching on to the RKO vine. And it seems Mm -hmm. like they might be turning a face. He's RKOing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, uh, big... uh, Mark Henry finally turned on the big show. Well, they had their tag team title match, which yeah. they finally like. They finally got to go for the titles once because they had no tag team, like barely any tag no team. No one matches. else yeah. to face them. But you don't earn a tag team championship match like that. Well, was it for, a non-title like, match? It, well, it says tag team championship match in, in this region. That is undeserved. Yeah. Well, I guess those are two former world mm-hmm. champions. So I suppose if they say, "Hey, we want a tag team match," but. That's irresponsible to have the ti- the champs defending their belt two nights in a row. Yeah. Like, that's just bad. Yeah. But, uh, but okay, so yeah. Henry gave the world's strongest slam to the big shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, a Divas match. AJ Lee beat Alicia Fox. And oh, what? It- the champ won a match? Yes. That's crazy. And, but she won by roll-up, so Ugh. there you go. That happens in every Divas Music match. Music happened to distract somebody. The first match for Survivor Series was set. Oh. Team... Team Authority versus Team Cena. The, the, the stupidest thing about this is the Authority said, look, join us. Like, that's something that they've done for months. Yeah. Something that does not, like, fit with Cena's character at all. But the punishment is that he has to he has to find his own teammates mm-hmm. to take on the Authority. And what's the worst that will happen? It'll be Cena versus four guys. Mm-hmm. So it's just a classic raw handicap match match so he yeah. gets beat up one night mm-hmm. who cares he's seen it he recovers the next day though i wonder like for for years now they've been doing five i can't think of yeah. five people who could be the authority there's there's kane orton rollins triple h which would be rare like what are they gonna like they could yeah. hire some flunky tag team i like. mean they could just have uh my mm. or uh well, Mark Henry, maybe Mark Henry will just be like, I'm bad now. I'll be on it. Or That's true. I don't think they would do Rusev just because they're kind of letting Rusev be his own mm-hmm. bad guy on his own. Uh, so moving on from there, something that I predicted and I am glad is happening. Uh, well, not the fact that they lost, but the Miz and Damien Mizdow teamed against the Usos. Mm. Uh, they, they, so they are a tag team. Yeah, but That's good. Miz and Mizdow lost. Boo. Their first matches, their first real matches, a tag team, they should win. I get, but it shouldn't be against the Usos. Yeah. They should have jobbed out the Luchadors, mm-hmm. uh, the lo- the Los Matadores. Why do I keep calling them Luchadors? Miz now was in command of the match, and mm. then he went to check on the Miz when the Miz got hurt during the match and got rolled up checking uh, on the Miz again. A roll up, so that's fine. Hulk Hogan had a pose down with breast cancer survivors. That's nice. <laughs> Can't be snarky about that. The immortal Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, on the raw best and worst on Uproxx a few <laughs> weeks ago, he had a great write-up of, of just a fake, a fake transcript <laughs> of Hulk Hogan speaking. It was like, breast cancer thing, good. <laughs> it's Sujan, Sujan Coleman, good person and <laughs> brother. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's almost like... I, let me do my stand-up material for you about how old Hogan's getting. Hulk Hogan is so old. That, how old is he? That he remembers riding on the Titanic. All right. All right. It's pretty good, man. No, wait, wait. He remembers when the Titanic was just a dinghy. <laughs> man, that's a better way of saying it. <laughs> hey, hey. You got the good. Yeah. Thank you. Ryback made his return and beat Doe. Bo- beat Doe. Beat Bo Dallas in a 
sub one minute match. Boo. Why, yeah. is, why is Bo? Come on, do that to. Can he, can he kill our truth? Why does it gotta be Bo? Yeah. Does this mean the Ryback is coming back as a good guy? Yeah, I hope, like, it, he has some personality. Because when mm-hmm. he was Goldberg 2.0, that got boring really fast. Yeah. If, if he's the Ryback that, like, kind of wasn't getting shown much, but, like, he was basically a bully. Mm-hmm. Like, an old school, like, get him Ryback kind of bully. <laughs> I liked that. Um, so after that, Nikki Bella defeated Naomi. Uh, Brie was being the personal assistant. She had, she had to appear and interfere in the match as part of being a personal assistant. I don't know. Um, Whatever. Dolph Ziggler beat Kane. Woo! Because Dolph Ziggler was talking to John Cena about being on the, his team. I can see mm. Ziggy going for it. But, but this, is, this is yet again. Going Team Cena? I wonder. I, I'm betting during this match they they touted how impressive and scary Kane is when he has yeah. he's probably got like a glass Joe record this year. He's won like twice. I think. I think he has, but that does show you where Dolph Ziggler is at because Kane jobs out to everybody of a certain level, and usually the IC title holder is not that level. Mm-hmm. So that Ziggler gets to win a match, I think they are. I, I, I don't want to jinx it, but I do feel like they're starting to elevate the secondary titles just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely from where it was earlier this year. And then in the main event, uh, Cena beat Seth Rollins by DQ. I knew it. Um, I knew and it. then uh, everyone in the locker room apparently ran out uh, just to sort of stoke the fires for Cena versus t- Team Cena versus Team Authority, mm-hmm. which is already kind of a black main event. So wait, like, no. Was there any sign of Ambrose or Wyatt on there? I didn't hear. Um, yeah, there's supposed to be Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro, but uh, Ambrose just like started attacking him before the bell, and then called out Wyatt, and then Wyatt had a little cryptic inter- like interview over the Titan Titantron. And then right. even though there wasn't a match, he got rolled up because some something happened on the Titantron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Cesaro so, knows how to react to a Titantron. So that those are our. Uh, knee-jerk reactions to Raw. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I did not expect a DQ finish in the main mm-hmm. I did not need to be here. Well, we're, we're, beca- it is becoming Nitro. Like that was every Nitro is a DQ yeah. finish. Well, we are glad you're here because we also have the mid-show plugs. Um, Uh-oh, it's yes. commentary pack. Yep. Uh, Only a few more days, people. They go yes. away maybe forever. The most oddball entries in the three biggest horror Nightmare franchises. Nightmare Street 2, Friday 13, 5, Halloween 3. Beautiful, beautiful movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, misunderstood, I'll say. <laughs> and try and understand them with your pals Chris, Dave, Brett, mm-hmm. and some other guy. Yeah. Henry! Oh, I'm sorry. And the rest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, use, use the Amazon links, too, if you, for some reason... Don't want to buy those. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Xbox 360, not the Xbox 360, the Xbox One just dropped 50 bucks, so. Yeah. Which they say is temporary, which actually means it's permanent. It's te- it, yeah. Do you think on January 3rd they're actually going to go like, all right, it's 400 bucks again? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. All that. And uh, a bag of chips? Yes. All the buy la- a bag of chips yes. on Amazon. <laughs> Listen to all of the Laser Time shows. Video Game Apocalypse, VG Empire, Rocktober is just concluding with all the Pokemon musics. Uh, Cape Crisis. I was just on the episode that yeah. we just recorded. Irrational Fears, Laser Time. Yes, don't Ooh. be scared of that. It's mm-hmm. a good episode. And um, you should tell that to Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rate, review all these shows. Subscribe to them. Um, comment in the uh, articles for all of these shows. Be nice. Though, that that's a, a, a nice personal metric that I like. Mm-hmm. When people tell me what they thought of the show, even if they think my opinions on certain wrestlers or promotions are wrong, I still listen to them. 
That was a peanut drop. <laughs> that was not a Chris drop. Yeah, um, peanuts falling off. Yes. Ah, yeah. There's construction happening yeah. in the kitchen studio. And now let's drop the second half of this episode. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to episode 35 of the Cheap Popcast. Mm-hmm. So, guys, mm-hmm. we're wrapping up Rocktober, Rocktober. Uh, over on the uh, the VGM side. Let's hope this file uh, can fit. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought I would uh, pay homage to some of the lesser recognized themes in wrestling history mm. oh, during this boy. second segment. Um, because I realized during the main event, mm-hmm. we have two... You know, up-and-coming stars mm-hmm. with basically their first individual themes. Like, uh, the Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Seth Rollins started with the Shield. They had that, like, very memorable, mm-hmm. like, Sierra Nevada, da 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 Shield song that they had for well over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then, within a week, all three members of the Shield... Well, those two had their own songs. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, more or less, has, like, a Shield... He's kind of stole the Shield. Yeah, it's like Shield, but without the little call signs at the beginning. It's slightly different. Mm-hmm. And... Who knows if this is going to be the themes that they have, you know, five, six years down the line when they, like, win their first title. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years. Come on. They'll get their world title in mm. two years. Well, yeah, one of them will. Either Rollins or Ambrose. Yeah. Well, Reigns, I mean, I think everyone thinks Come Reigns on. will well, get it no, first. No, Reigns in the next year. But over the course of the entire pay-per-view, there's wrestlers that, you know, have now what you would say are, you know, memorable themes mm-hmm. that they started out with, with less than... Uh, Kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. but surprisingly, you know, John Cena didn't bust it's out of the gates with Rapid Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than one person here had completely generic rock that uh, I'll be playing and <laughs> also know. reading off the titles because th- those are almost as oh. entertaining, <laughs> yeah, if not yeah. more so. <laughs> than, I'm excited. Yeah, surprisingly, mm-hmm. these actually have names. All of them have names. Let's see. Uh, like uh, Seth Rollins' current one is called The Second Coming, which I have no <laughs> idea. Um, but uh, so let's see. Where should I start? Uh, so what I'll do is I will I'll read you the name of the song mm-hmm. and see if you can guess it from that. Okay. With, with the caveat that the I'm only talking about people who were on the pay-per-view in some capacity. Sure. Um, so I'll read you the name, see if you can guess it that way, and okay. then I'll start to play it and see if you can guess it that way. Okay. Okay. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's an easy one. May- Henry, you might get this one right off the bat. Uh, it's called I Am Perfection. Oh, well, I would think Curtis Axel. Dolph Ziggler. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Um, I'll insert a ding and post for all these, <laughs> I swear. No, I won't. Uh, so here we go. Here's I Am Perfection. 
This sounds the most like what? Oh, I can see him coming out with this with Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and see, at this point, it sounds almost exactly like his, yeah, his name. Yeah. They just cut out the bullshit. In yeah. The start. Yeah. And that gets rid of you thinking like, the second you hear the word perfect, you're like, oh, Mr. Perfect, right? And yeah. if, when you see him with his, you know, very Mr. Perfect, Kurt hennig mm. hair and Kurt Hennig-esque selling, like, mm. I don't like Kurt. And so mm. that you, you don't want to remind people Mr. Perfect. Mm. Though he is, like, he is the son Kurt wishes mm. his son was. Like, Curtis Axel is no nothing like him. So another, another so I'm going to... I'm going to go somewhat, you know, mm. chronologically, so, like Ooh. starting with the more recent people who have their sure. their themes t- changed going all the way back to like early 2000s. This one is called Miracle. Miracle. ICP. Um, <laughs> uh, geez. Miracle. Uh, okay. And they perform tonight. Yes. Mark Henry. No, I'm going to say. Remember, chronologically. Oh. Just, uh, okay. I'm going to say Alicia. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. All right. This one you, you might get because, you know, he only changed this, I would say, the beginning of 2013. Ooh. So it is a very unremarkable theme, in my opinion, for such a standout wrestler. I feel like I heard this. Or... Who would have hideous uh, Euro rap? Cesaro? Yes, there you oh. go. Well, what his current one isn't much better. I'm just like. Yeah. Can I hear that again? Well, there's a siren, so it goes. <laughs> okay. I thought that was a guitar. But I mean, at least the sirens kind of evoked like mm-hmm. a circular. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's, mm-hmm. that's not a bad visual yeah. then. Yeah, but meanwhile, this one is just like. Yeah, it's just Euro-centric. Mm-hmm. Like, they just playing. Well, because when he first showed up, he was just like, yeah, I know five languages. Mm-hmm. Here they are, buddy. Like, listen to them, yeah. stupid Americans. So, of course, having a foreign language yeah. video is... is <laughs> Help yeah. us up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I miss when he played that up. He doesn't speak... I, he only does it like, press things. When the, I, I actually, at the event this last year, or in, in 20... This year, mm-hmm. at SummerSlam, somebody... Uh, an interviewer asked him, "Like, all right, let's speak. Let's speak French for a little bit." He's like, "Okay, I want the Andre." Like, and he said he was going Andre the Giant, but he was like, "Oh, Giant is uh, over the top." How would I say? He like had to stop a couple times to say, "I was like, not so fluent after all, <laughs> Mister Cesaro. Not so fluent when they don't write it for you ahead of mm-hmm. time." So, I, almost rounding out the like the super recent ones, and this one was um, here's a pretty big clue. It was an NXT theme. And it's called yeah. Smash in the Face. Rusev? Mm-mm. Uh, Bo Dallas? Mm-mm. Uh, Bray Wyatt? Mark Henry? Mm-mm. <laughs> it's he was not in NXT. I, I don't know these things. Um, Damien Sandcastle? Nope. Damn it. NXT uh, guy. Is it a woman? It's not an NXT guy. Oh. No. Alicia? No. AJ? Ed Page? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The, oh, one it is who, the one who just came up from NXT. Okay, mm-hmm. Paige, sorry. Um, though this one, mm, I don't know, not a fan, but it's a uh, very similar sort of to what she has now, which is also not that. Uh, it's all very not, not that great. Shakes every single Divas theme seems like it would fit right at home in that fucking Candyland racing game from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, except for Paige though. Like oh, Paige yeah? is like her current theme is like uh, like some kind of like raven shrieking and then like <laughs> some weird crunchy guitar stuff. Um, but here is uh, whatever the, I said before, smash in the face. <laughs> it's like a little harder. Yeah. Like you can un- you can understand this like this will work in an audience of like 250 people in Florida. But I feel like, when I feel like Kurt Loder is going to tell me one of my favorite musicians has died. <laughs> yeah, the MTV News giant uh, type typefaces hitting the screen. White eh. Snake has died. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> it was a murder suicide. Eaten by Great White. <laughs> uh, yeah, I apologize. Uh, no, that was better than my joke. Yeah, this one I wouldn't even get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know more than you get. <gasps> no, because it was very rarely played. Doesn't fit the guy at all. Both well, it was. Yeah, there you go. It was played once in WWE because oh. he was a surprise entrant in the 2013 Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Pre Rusev was 2014. Yeah. yeah. Pre believe mm-hmm. um, his. And uh, here is how weird uh, and kind of random uh, mm-hmm. wrestler theme names are. It's called anything. <laughs> It's optimistic. Yeah. Literally, I think that was just... Accepting. Ju- it was just the uh, composer for WWE, like... Oh, fuck. Here's where the generic butt rock comes from. Mm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, somebody winning the world title with this theme? It's just so, like... So does it build anything? Maybe by the time you would have gotten to the ring already. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just so like bland. Like, would he? I guess be on the top rope, like pointing at the audience, like yeah, do it, do it. Like this sounds good. It's too active. I don't know. No, it's too much. Too, this feels like something the rockers would come out to. I feel and, like, like I'm dance like, around in the ring too. I feel like I'm accepting a trophy in Extreme G. Oh wait, this is a real turn oh, yeah. here. Like this is too oh. late. This is too late for lyrics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is this what Florida Georgia Line sounds like? I think so. Anyway. This is like Welcome to NHL 15 <laughs> by EA. Yeah, bleh, pretty bland. I, I'm glad they went with like. There we go. There's the anything. I okay, if he came out, if it just started with "I'll do anything that takes to win," if that was the statement of his entrance, then then good. Like that's an okay entrance. Yeah. So I am I am getting brief recollections of him using that theme song in NXT, and mm-hmm. like right when he started to become Bo Leave, mm-hmm. like he was before he's just like he was like literally just hated by the entire NXT audience because he was the bland baby face that mm-hmm. was just he didn't even have that cheesy attitude. He was mm-hmm. just I'm gonna try hard. I'm gonna win. And that's so generic. Well, now, I'm re- now I'm thinking the most positive, optimistic, and granola of wrestlers yeah. are the two people I've seen beaten in under a minute yeah. in <laughs> NXT and WWE. Yeah. Wait, who's the other? That granola dude in NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the hippie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, pre-believe, like, he would come out and he would do, like, that, like, he would jump up and, like, point at himself when, like, the uh, the chorus hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do any- Yeah, me. Yeah. We. I'm bone. <laughs> Love that. Uh, so that so we've dispensed with the NXT, um, but this is still like somewhat recent group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm. If that gives you a clue, group. Yes, 
and it's called Never Make It Without You. Instrumental. Usos. There we go, yeah. Oh, because there's two. That's their current yeah. one. With heavy Samoan drums. Don't care for it too ethnic. Yo, the word, the, 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 the title Never Make It Without You like makes me think it's it would be like Ryan a ballad Carey, yeah, or yeah. like a... Like a Disney, it like it sounds very Whitney Houston. Yeah. Not Queen about your brother. Yeah, not a song you sing about your brother. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it, Dave. No, mm. no. Yeah, that is no good. Yeah, that is that is this is like this is like the Bratz movie when they have to go in the ghetto to find that secret uh, Horcrux. <laughs> this, is, this is the song. I, mean, I haven't seen the Bratz movie yet. Yeah. I apologize. I, yeah. Any lyrics I, coming in here? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let it play, mm. but I, Please it's just so... This feels like the Uso Brothers jobber music, like yeah. when they... Because they, they really have ascended, maybe even partially because of Total Divas, but mm-hmm. like when Jimmy or Jay were on Total Divas, when, whose one, his real name is John, mm-hmm. one of them, like they appear on the show, I'm like, wait, who's that? And like, and people, maybe it was you, told me like, oh, the Usos, like, who? You're like, they're on superstars and yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, they did toil in like relative obscurity within WWE for quite a while, but yeah. they would always, they almost always did that like crazy. It's called like the Siva Tau mm-hmm. dance mm-hmm. before their uh, their matches. But there's a world of difference between doing it. And then, like, this, like, somewhat catchy hip-hop song. And then this, like, generic beat, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah don't, don't care for this. Homie this, rollers all the yeah. way. This is like... Uh-uh. Here's how to do a crossfade dribble. <laughs> <laughs> That's tutorial music. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So now we're starting to move up to, to main event level talent. Mm. Okay. Two guys who had very generic songs, <laughs> and they started out... So this one is called Out to Kill, and the mm. uh, the performer is named Billy Lincoln, if that helps. I'm sure it did. Billy that Lincoln. sounds like something someone with ruthless aggression would mm-hmm. have. Would this be Mr. John Cena? Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Randy Orton? Uh-huh. We're still a few years before that. Okay. Uh, Big show. What? No. That Wait. Before that, it's you mean... The oldest in, wrestler. Like, guys who are younger, who've been around yeah. early... Okay. So pre... pre- you know, pre this decade. All right. Maybe just on the cusp of it. Well, that would have been like Ziggler's in there too. But, yeah. Sheamus. Uh, he had, he's had his same theme the entire, his entire run. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's impressive. It's yeah. impressive he's held on to it. Um, Jeez. Alicia Fox is my go-to. <laughs> okay. Dude who's tough. Just tough guy things. No, Somebody he, named no. Abraham. He's become less tough over his career. I and see. he's always had a not tough uh, gimmick. Miz? Uh-uh. Mark Henry. No. I, it... <laughs> All right, come on. Just tell us. Well, it's uh, now well, Stardust. It it's Cody oh, Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. You, okay. Believe me, you would you would have never guessed it with this. Um, well, you gave, us the, the, uh, the, you gave us the artist name, which totally threw me off. Yeah. Like, Billy Lincoln. Fuck relates to Lincoln. Billy Lincoln. Uh, here we go. Yes. Hey guys, you gotta come check out my dad's band. <laughs> like I can only equate like these all sound like their menu music yeah. for for video games. This is after he left the Randy Orton club, I guess. This is what no, it was. Pre, this is oh, pre. Oh, pre that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Ugh. Yeah, that's lame. Like it, man. You just sit there and groove. Can you see me? I'm, just, I'm grinding up against for him. Christina Ricci right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is the music you give just a white meat baby face, which is what he was <laughs> when he showed up. That's a, that's a term. That's an industry term. Like, almost alongside the promise, like, we'll come up with some, some, something better later. But this is this you is what need you got. You yeah. need to come to the ring now. Yes. Like, neener, neener. Neener, neener. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, what else we got? Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't download this one, and hopefully, uh, you ready to skip an ad? Yeah. Well, uh, any any person who's put an ad on their WWE thing, they stole kind of scumbag. So, uh, uh, yeah, this one, it's almost a giveaway. The theme name is Reality. Oh shit, Miz? AJ. Yep. Oh, no. Miz. Duff. Stupid. That's stupid to me to even guess. <laughs> yeah. Noodle Man. <laughs> well, the, I mean, that sounds like somebody who came from MTV. Like, we need an MTV type song for this MTV television star. But maybe like an MTV type song from like 1992. <laughs> he was such. They they treated him so mean when he yeah. showed up that they made him JBL at least once forced him to change in the hallway because like you're not a man you don't change with us like get out of there like he, what? He, he threw him out of the locker room he did yeah why because he hadn't paid his dues this was probably around the time where he's not even wrestling but like hanging out in the audience and like Interview welcome to you. smackdown i'm your host the miz mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remember he was pretty funny at one of the 2k not 2k thq events mm-hmm. where he was presenting the um the roster, and he said, "Before I do this, I want to introduce Cody Ledesma, who's the in charge of the WWE franchise. And I want to take him to task. He gave me in one game a fifty, like fifty something rating. That's lower than the Divas. How dare you, Cody? <laughs> All right, we're just hitting the crunchiest part of this." <laughs> I much prefer like I came to plan him down to tell Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we are hitting um, the main event, the apex, the <laughs> the the very peak of generic butt rock wrestler themes like for the biggest stars on the roster. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have two for each. Okay, I'll start with blasting. Who's who, whose first theme was Blasting? Blasting. Orton. Uh, or correct. Wow, that, that quick? Mm-hmm. This is pre-Viper. He, Very well, pre-Viper. He came in as just a, the white meat baby face. Like, he was just like, I'm a good guy named mm-hmm. Randy Orton. I'm good. <laughs> and he only became, like, interesting as a bad guy when he injured himself. Like, he yeah. injured himself and was giving, like, Randy Orton updates. He was like... Hey, my shoulder's like at about 25% now. I'm going to be back real soon, guys. You're going to see Randy Orton in action. Your favorite stuff. <laughs> it was a little Bo dallas I'd yeah. say, actually. All right, guys. Get ready for some blasting. Jesus. Jago! <laughs> <laughs> this would be 2002, I think. Yeah, yeah roughly. Or, yeah. We were all recovering from 9-11. And this Select your dinosaur. 
This is what you yeah. walk out to with to heat. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it sounds like when an executive describes that he wants a rock song. I want to go. This is how Vince would say it. Like, come on, man, in here, man. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, All right. So he also he had a he had another song before the you know talk to me talk to me uh, the one what that, have yeah he had one that lasted a few what years it? so it's it's almost too high profile to count as like a generic butt rock mm-hmm. previous theme but he did have one surprising uh, one night only theme that was his before it was someone else's for years and years everybody's mm-hmm. free to feel good Let's see. Did you know that Hogan's Real American theme was stolen from a tag team, too? Yes. No. It was a tag team. Yeah. It the was, U.S. Express. Yep, U.S. Express. And they had it for a very limited time, and then Hogan just started using it. All right. So you'll have to excuse this. This is actually from the, the one episode of SmackDown he actually used the theme for, but it might sound slightly familiar, and they talk about it. So uh, this one-night-only theme for Randy Orton that was taken by somebody else later on. It'll kick in. This theme was someone else's before they got a more popular theme. Kill switch engage. Oh, it's it's Christian. No, no, wait. Damn. Edge. Mm-hmm. Damn. So who? So this song, it it was the person who had it, uh, got rid of it for a actual popular song from a mainstream band. Oh, this was uh, CM Punk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. For for one week in 2006, Randy Orton had CM Punk's music, and then later that year, CM Punk actually. Debuted, I think. Debuted and then took it yeah. and had that until then when he came back, yeah. when he re-signed to his new deal, part of that was like, I want my <laughs> indie info, which was yeah. uh, Cult of Personality. Mm-hmm. No. So. But no one else is like a... They we, don't like paying for uh, songs. Why would like, you? It, yeah. it seems like something that's a nightmare, especially if someone's <laughs> to become popular. Well, and as you've seen on the WWE Network mm-hmm. with ECW or WCW shows mm-hmm. or even some WWE ones... You go back and they change the music because, like, well, we don't own the total rights to that. We'd have yeah. to pay somebody again. We don't want to pay twenty thousand dollars or whatever. To those use are those fees are so big; it's not even funny. Ask half calls. <laughs> ask for a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I have I have, I have two final themes. All right. All right. Um, I'm ahead. Right. Take a wild guess. Who has the themes? Insert base here in Slam Smack. Insert base here in Slam Smack. These are two separate themes. Oh, okay. It's, but it's one wrestler. Yeah. I would guess the leader of the C Nation. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Ruthless <laughs> Aggression himself. Yes. Ruthless Planet Smack? Aggression. But to, uh, for the tiebreaker, mm-hmm. which came first? Mm-hmm. Um, Insert base here sounds more rappy, so I'm going to say that is the second one. You're correct. Damn. Henry Damn. wins the theme off. God damn it. Uh, so let's, let's start with Slam Smack, which... Um, <laughs> This is a great PS1. I can only, he was a SmackDown wrestler. So. Yeah, and I can only picture him. This is him while he's 
aggressively uh, strutting towards the ring to that, challenge Kurt Angle. Mark my words, that is what they're going to change the name of Fruity Pebbles to. I've seen this keeps being on the cover. Yeah, yeah. it'll be Slam Smacks. All right, so here's Slam Smack. I, I was not kidding. Like, mid-2000s WWE themes, it's like... Well, I what, think... What's left in the WWE themes slash unused folder? Yeah. That's, that's... There was... I don't blame anybody for that because I'm a big TV nerd and, and people license music for TV and that was done. And yeah. then when the advent of... Like, everything's going to move over to DVD. Uh, a lot of play, a lot of people weren't ready. So what a lot of people stopped doing is putting licensed songs of any kinds in anything. Period. And mm. now we're almost through that because they, they they kicked up the licensing fees for DVDs because it wasn't that expensive for television. It was good exposure for your music if you were current. Um, and then Napster came along, mm-hmm. and music started losing a shitload of its revenue, and decided DVD was where they were going to make up for that lost revenue and penalize the shit out of yeah. like home video. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and if you're Vince McMahon, why the fuck would you want to pay this huge licensing fee when you know you already have a big future in home video? Well, I mean, even at this point, it's like these are in-house scenes. Yeah, it's just we have so many people but coming in and out. But that's why they don't want to pay yeah. any. Anybody else outside that they yeah. pay, they'll have to pay for the rest of their yeah. lives. But like, they still use the same, um, uh, I don't know, strategy mm-hmm. when it comes like mm-hmm. we use in-house stuff. Yeah. But if you're a rookie, mm-hmm. we're not gonna like put a ton of effort mm-hmm. into your theme. We're mm-hmm. not gonna make sure like it has like the proper breaks and like mm-hmm. you know something that you can sync up to your entrance. It's like. I'm gonna give you like twisted metal three yes. menu oh, music. Oh, I was looking for it. There it was. Oh, just yeah. guitar, any guitar rock. Anybody could. Well, not yeah. anybody could write, but that simple to write, mm-hmm. like, and that is interchangeable and doesn't have a lot of personality, which sucks because like your theme is your personality. Yeah. Like a good theme can make a a bad wrestler good and a good wrestler yeah. great. Yeah, it's I just mean, you hear it and you go like, I know it's coming out and I'm excited or I'm angry. Yeah. I mean, in in that respect, like this does fit the scene uh, pre-rap, where it's like, I'm just a guy who's tough. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, if you don't have anything more to your personality, why are we going to give you something to like? The so- like you should have the personality, and then we'll give you the song that fits it, not the yeah. other way around. Well, I also I blame Stone Cold for music like this because like he yeah. his the glass breaking is yeah. great, yeah. and but then. After that, it's not a great it's song. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah, but but because it follows the glass breaking, like dinner, 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 and so everybody's just so excited. They're like, "Yeah, we can just have any guitars. Yeah. Just let somebody come in and have a guitar." Yeah, because yeah. I, I I love the Ultimate Warrior theme, and I think mm-hmm. on the new documentary they have the guy who wrote the theme. He's like, "This isn't yeah. special. <laughs> like it's special <laughs> because of what Ultimate Warrior did. Yeah, yeah. with he it, ran yeah. down to the ring with mm-hmm. that, so yeah. people knew they were going to see a crazy man run to the ring when they hear that mm-hmm. music. So Slam Snack was literally so inoffensive that I I let it play all the way to the end <laughs> without having to cut it off. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, at least th- this was the very beginning of the 2000s. They did they did also have generic, mm-hmm. you know, butt rock themes, but they would have the person's tagline spoken before they actually came out. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, Finley would be like, well, like, Finley would have, like... Finley, I love to fight. And then it would be, like, some stupid Irish <laughs> <Jake> <laughs> theme. Or, like, uh, Booker T's, like, can mm-hmm. you dig it, sucker? And then 
that which is actually, I think is actually not even it, that that is a like a licensed song. Mm-hmm. It's like the I mean whatever uh sounds like a Nickelodeon uh, <laughs> uh, game show like yeah. I think it's like one of those free like th- this comes with iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile you got like Daniel Bryan just says uh, I think classical music is the yeah. right way to go. It does <laughs> it does mean anybody can make that yeah. song yep. and that the guy when they it's leave good enough your for macho feder- man, it's good enough for it. Well, when a guy leaves your federation that you can he can play it wherever he goes. He doesn't yeah. have to pay you for a song. That's right. Well, I, I didn't want to go into Daniel Bryan because he was not a part of this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did he also had a, a generic uh, butt rockish theme. But let's hear insert bass here. We didn't hear that one. All right. Yeah. That was back when I guess Cena was coming out only dressed in local sports teams' colors. Yeah. So you can't boo him. <laughs> you you would be booing your local sports team, and you wouldn't want to do that. Is, human that lives in this does town. Does he do his own well, theme? What he does not. Yeah. His last two themes were okay. were yeah. Once he became the Doctor of Thugonomics, yeah. he wrapped his own theme. So, Word life. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's sort of economics. I yeah. failed that class. Jesus. Gum or tab? I yes, exactly. <laughs> the jet, jet set radio people. Well, at least they got into the hip hop yeah. game. Dude, this Offer- is—it's like you can't rap to this. I know it's total Katamari uh, jet set radio music. I love it. I love it. It's menu music, totally. I can't hear. Yeah, it's hard to imagine somebody walking to the ring with this. Like, it doesn't get you amped up. Mm-hmm. At least, like, rap a Like, it does get you, like, it, 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 it invokes emotion. I think of all the themes, like, John Cena's theme is the greatest. Mm-hmm. It is distinctive. It is, uh, what do you call it? It pumps the crowd up. Mm-hmm. It seems to be yeah. built for that. Not, well, not so hear, much. When you hear CM Punk static, of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't hear that for a while. Also, Daniel Bryan's like, like, don't care for it. I it gets me. Do not care. Flight of the Valkyries. Now freaking Bree just says Bree mode. Look. So before, yeah, he had the Flight of the Valkyries. He had a Daniel Bryan had a song called Big Epic Thing. Again, can you put of, less of yeah. an effort into naming your song? Yeah, boy. It, it, oh, man. I mean, I look. the nail on the head with I, the iMovie stock music. Yeah. I, think, I think Jim Johnson, who's like the, the chief mm-hmm. music song, maker guy, yeah. has made some classic themes, mm-hmm. like the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme and, and a whole host of others. But here's Big Epic Thing, which is just like, no, this isn't for Daniel Bryan. It's really more of a Godzilla theme. Like an interstitial theme. Like. It's, it, but it's very ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Tonight on NHL on Fox. Yeah. This is like, mm. and then the Broncos went 6-0. and <laughs> Like basically yeah. the Monday Night Wars, but for a football season. Kermit Washington punched him in the face. This should be mm. for a larger man than, than Daniel Bryan, yeah. Like Titus O'Neil, I could totally see coming down to this. Or, uh... Let's see who else. Mark Henry. Woo! I was I no, it. no. It. Even Rusev, I yeah. could see if he if he wasn't if he was still the Bulgarian brood and not the Russian rascal. Like I just, could see that. that song was written for uh, <laughs> for Keith David to narrate over. Yeah. So actually, what happened was uh, Daniel Bryan did use "Ride of the Valkyries," like mm-hmm. the original, mm-hmm. like non-altered theme. 
mm-hmm. for a year in WWE, mm. and then for two months in 2011, he had that. Ugh. And that was probably the WWE saying, "No, he can't. He can't go back. He can't have this thing because mm-hmm. if for some reason we fire him or he leaves mm-hmm. and goes to the Indies, he can use like Ride of the Valkyries everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. no alterations whatsoever, and never like, it's pay like, for it. It's like yeah, with like Ric mm-hmm. Flair with the the Stern the, the, Ross or Bach yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but or, then they came up with that rock, like that slightly rockish yeah. version where it's like." If hate they don't, if so, if you don't hear that exact version, you probably don't quite equate mm-hmm. it with Daniel Bryan. But it kind of doesn't even matter anymore because anybody can shot. Ri- well just write a guitar. Yeah. You, anybody can do a guitar riff version of that. Yeah, Macho Man used literally the graduation theme song, yeah. unaltered. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. perfect. It's perfect. You want to see the best music video for it? Fantasia 2000. Donald Duck putting <laughs> no, his on an arc. Macho Madness song. Not so good. Macho Man. Uh, so yeah, that that'll do it for Rocktober mm-hmm. G Popcast Edition. Mm. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I might do that. I, I might do this like once a year just to. Oh please. Yeah, you know, find. I miss more, the the '90s raw yeah. uh, quiz downs. This was a very small sliver of old gen- generic WWE butt rock music. Nice. It was it was strictly dedicated to this one pay per view and the stars on mm-hmm. it. So. You know, maybe at another time with it completely. Now, who am I kidding? They're gonna have the same people on every pay per view. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering how they're gonna get to 40 people in the Rumble because they have such a thin roster now. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe by the time the Rumble happens, like 10 of them are just gonna be TNA wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, wow! Yeah. And there's like three people they're probably banking. Two or three people they're banking on returning. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, two or three joke people. They use NXT Bam. people in Royal NXT Rumble? people. But they gotta get go. to 40. 40 this year yeah. it's a 40 man partially so they i bet so they can say alberto del rio is not the only person to win a 40 man rumble yeah they're they're petty like can that. he be hired back no even though they fired the racist dick yeah. like mm. who who he slapped yeah. like he's done like he's not that's he's so not unfair so chris there's an opening for wwe social media manager oh nice yeah oh jesus christ you can go on the road with him and tweet i have those Sorry, they seem like monsters. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with <laughs> monsters already. I don't, want, I don't ever want to do that again. What are you talking about? Steph, Stephanie McMahon seems I, like a real nice I, No, I meant the people, the, commu- <laughs> the social media, oh, people on social media. You no. mean WWE's oh. community. Yeah, dude. I, I imagine that the roster is, is very inviting Mm-mm. to a person oh. who was there just to do tweets and Facebook. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm I, sure they wouldn't bully you at oh, all. Oh, they wouldn't the, treat you like the, a part-time. That doesn't, that doesn't excuse that the guy at all. Well, speaking of social media and plugs and all Halloween that commentary stuff, packs, yes, <laughs> yes, Halloween commentary packs. They're only available until October thirty first, midnight. Yeah. They're going to get the hell out of there. That's Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, Freddy's Revenge, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, A New Beginning. And if you pay over the five dollar minimum to our PayPal, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get the exclusive commentary track for Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, a fucking awesome. Yeah. It's come, become a de facto Halloween tradition for us. These are the oddball entries in great horror franchises that. Two out of three of them, I think, deserve to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddy is weird. No, <laughs> hey, Freddy deserves to be appreciated too. It, it for does what it is, like what they were trying to do. It does, but it is it is technically like the other ones. Like I, Halloween Three is a great film, mm-hmm. and it's just well, not a good. So Freddy has no stars in it. Yeah, bad acting, a bad soundtrack, mm-hmm. and a terrible story that mm-hmm. and ends poorly and doesn't even have any good gore. Yes. And so it's yeah, not a Freddy it movie. fails in <laughs> in pretty much every way. Mm-hmm. But our commentary is really good. Mm-hmm. But you need to see it. You <laughs> yeah. I, like yeah, it, it, if anything, someone was 
trying to relate the hardships of coming out as gay mm-hmm. through a fucking Freddy movie. Like, it's just a the, cameo from Freddy. No, then at the end, like, he's saved, he's beaten by a kiss from a girl, which would seem to say, like, no, uh, no, go back in the closet, or you weren't gay. You just didn't have the girl to kiss you. too intentional, the amount of that stuff in, in the movie. They knew what they were doing. And, well, just, I've heard read criticism in only the last three years that people addressed it that yeah. way. But you see that there's only naked men in the there's movie. There's only <laughs> naked men in the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Friday the 13th movie has boobs. So oh, Friday, if, that, that one no, you were That's a straight movie. Rest guys. assured, <laughs> if you order this commentary pack, you will see boobs. It's, it's not, it's not, I don't hate it because it's gay. I just, it's just a bad Freddy movie. I don't hate it at all, actually. I just think it's, it's, it's incredibly yeah. bold in certain. Yeah. If anything, this is an equal opportunity mm-hmm. commentary pack where there's butts and there's boobs. Yeah. And there's also the most DTF protagonist ever in exactly. the words of Mike's like, exactly. yeah let's have sex <laughs> look I know you're mourning over your mother but let's fuck yeah I mean I hope know. this doesn't turn out bad for me <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so there's that there's, there's that laser time there'll be a new episode probably yeah. up right now I don't know and there's a, a rock episode mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm Monster Party. Oh yeah, the Monster Party's episode. If you haven't listened to that, that's that, that's that was so much fun for me. Yeah. We had a lot of that. fun. Uh, and then there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do every week, where we talk about the latest and greatest things happening in the comic book world. Where I'm sure we talked about the Avengers: mm-hmm. Age of Ultron trailer. Or will eventually. Mm-hmm. And VG Empire. The, yeah, uh, yeah we should have the, one more episode out yes. for October. Poke month of October music and VG Game Apocalypse as well. And, yes, as always, thanks for listening. Oh, wait, I want to uh, plug my Tiny Toons video, Top 5 oh, Tiny Toons game. Very Go look good. at that, laser, oh, youtube.com slash lasertime network, or it's on the should be on the front page right mm-hmm. now. was well, very good. And thank probably you. some more streams before the month is out. Oh, yes. Um, thank you for listening to, to Cheap Popcast, rating, reviewing on iTunes, all that good stuff. As we do every month, we close out with the winner of the previous pay-per-views mm-hmm. predictions contest. So the last one was a frequent um, commenter, mm-hmm. uh, noted Laser Time fan, Moan for Stallone. Oh, greatest. Got Good one. Five out of seven last month. Nobody, not many people predicted that Cena was actually going to technically win. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that kind of put uh, M4S at the top of <laughs> the list. <laughs> Look, I can't tell what gender Moan for Stallone is. Actually. He's, a, he's a boy. Okay. Well, he chose... One of my favorite mm-hmm. themes from the uh, Attitude Era. One could say it's generic butt rock, but it's um, it's gothic generic butt rock. It's the Broods theme. Ugh. So we're gonna close out with that, and uh, we'll see you soon. You know, as uh, as we've been doing it lately, probably sometime before the next pay per view, and then at the next pay per view. And here's the Brood. Actually, I do like this part. The, yeah, the, this is almost sounds like the end of the pay-per-view. They're raising out of the flames, and then... It sounded really good in uh, the N64 WWF games, too.